Let's talk some stock picks with Victoria Green back with us, founding partner and portfolio manager at G Square Private Wealth. Victoria, welcome back to the show. You've got energy stocks, several of them in the list of companies you like right now, and you call them aggressive plays. Okay, tell us why. Yeah, so some of the, the, the stocks I'm talking about, I consider them more aggressive because they're exploration and production EMP stocks, and they're a little bit on the smaller side. But as you're looking at this commodity uh, increase right now and where oil prices and natural gas prices are headed, I think there's a lot of upward pressure in oil, and at least it's not about to fall apart. Uh, so we're looking at names like Devon, e Devon EOG, Diamondback, um, and, and we're looking at them. If you want a lot of exposure to price sensitivity and commodities, I think they're some of the best plays on the street right now to make sure you have your exposure to upside in oil and gas prices. I mean, look, I think it's sinking in. Natural gas is going to be expensive this winter. You know, you look at what's happening at the UK. You look at most forecasts. We're supposed to be in about a million two barrel deficit in October. And yeah, OPEC might step back in and, and start playing a little dirty. But so far, they've been very, very slow at reducing their supply cuts. And, and the market is still in an imbalance. I really like uh, the small cap ENP tilt that you're taking here with the label aggressive. We had a conversation with Nick Colas from Data Trek yesterday, whose favorite pick was the PSCE ETF, which is small caps energy and ENP companies. So he also labeled them as uh, spicy was his word, spicy trades. Uh, so everybody agrees that uh, this is the way you get beta basically to this sector and the yeah. uh, commodity, I guess, purely, right? It's a little bit of a trend following momentum play right now. And we look at this and say, one, Delta seems to have peaked, which is a great sign for everybody. Yes, uh, deaths are still high, but it looks like the seven day average and the, the general trends have, have hopefully peaked. Um, Delta coming back down is obviously great for economic consumption, uh, great for the world getting back to work. And, and then you look at some of the uh, supply constraints and, and especially what you're seeing in the UK. And I think everybody's realizing, hey, this this, uh, this upward pressure in oil prices along with uh, the general commodities market is not going away anytime soon. And sure, we're watching other factors. A strong dollar isn't fantastic for oil and commodities, but you know that trend may roll over a little bit. And, and we're also uh, making sure that we, we stay aware of what's happening in politics. You, you know, We're gonna see a lot happen in, over the next 30 days. Uh, but I think surely if, if you look at this trend and say, hey, we're in a bit of an upward momentum. Uh, the, the smaller and the higher beta is a great way to short-term play it. You just have to be aware of if the trend flips, um, you might get a little burned. <laughs> What's the uh, Washington read-through for energy companies in particular? What do you think uh, they need as part of this bull thesis? Or can they just kind of ride on their own with this uh, inflationary crude momentum? How important is the D.C. side in terms of new incremental catalyst? Sure. So historically, energy is a great inflation offset. Energy and cyclicals are a great place to be and, and value tends to be the best place to be during inflationary periods. But the things we're watching is one, the new tax plan. Uh, there are some sections in that that kind of target the energy industry, and we and it's still look being hashed out. The sausage is still being made. Yes, the Ways and Means Committee came out with some proposals, but we all know it, it's not really all said and done until the president's signature is, is on the dotted line. So I do think we'll see some changes, but there's potential for taxation changes on energy companies and a couple other different sectors. You're seeing the lobbyists uh, earn their their 
earn their keep this uh, this month as they try to protect their interests. And then we also look at what may happen with the EV credits and, and how they're um, subsidizing that. Uh, yeah. Obviously, if 3.5 comes through and they're substantial for the electric vehicle market, that puts a little bit of long-term pressure on energy. Hmm. But I'll remind everybody that is a slow trend. We're at about a 2% EV um, market share. If you look around our, our current automotive industry, um, the highest is Europe at 10 and it's taken them a while to get there. China's about 5% adoption. We're at 2%. So some of the EV pressure, I think you have to realize that is a long-term play on the potential pressures to oil and gas, which is one reason I think you're seeing the prices rally is there's this realization EV is coming, but it's it's a long way off. Yeah. Uh, not enough right now to uh, thin the lines at the gas stations at 2%. percent going to cut it for people who got to be on the move right now. Definitely a wake up that this is still a gas guzzling world. Victoria, thanks for the take here on the energy companies. Really like it. Aggressive for the small cap EMPs. Uh, Thank you. No problem. All right, Victoria Green, founding partner and portfolio manager at G Square Private Wealth.